Hello gorgeous and welcome to this episode of Love Therapy, Create Your Own Love Saga. I'm Eva Ellie and I'm so happy to have you here and to share some of the feminine energy nuggets that I will know will be so so helpful on your love journey. And in today's episode I want to talk about ghosting, what it really is and what it's not and of course what to do if you have been ghosted. How can you handle it in a feminine energy way, a way that leaves you feeling more empowered than you felt before the experience. So please take a seat, tilt your body back and fuel up with some feminine energy with me, Eva. When you're dating and especially online dating, the reality is that ghosting happens. Nowadays, it's so much easier than it was before to just block someone and disappear on them because we live such a big part of our lives through our phones. Being in touch through messaging and calling is part of what makes us feel connected. I have been ghosted and I'm also painfully aware that I may have ghosted someone at one point of my own dating journey. So what really is ghosting? Actually, it may be easier to start with what ghosting is not. To me, if you're talking online on a dating app and you never met this person, in real life. If that person suddenly disappears from you or from the app, from whatever messaging service you're using for chatting, this is not ghosting. If you've never seen the person in real life and it's just been chatting, texting, no phone calls, and that person disappears, it's not ghosting because there wasn't a real person there to begin with. When you haven't met or seen someone on FaceTime or Zoom or something, there is no way you could know if this was a real person or if this is someone made up. These days it could even be that you're talking to a robot because artificial intelligence is getting more and more complicated and real. So you might have been talking to a bot. <laughs> Kidding, I don't think you were though. But what we want to be wary of is that there are so many people on these apps and so many people not serious. Many, many of the people out there are not serious. They are not serious in getting to know someone or to form a relationship. Many of them may only be looking for one thing and many of them are playing someone they're not. They may be playing out sides of themselves that they would never show in reality. It's so easy to hide behind the screen, behind the texts, and you can become whoever you like when you're just texting. You can decide to show parts of yourself that you don't even have. 
And that's why before you allow yourself to become involved and invest any piece of your heart into someone, you need to know if they're real. I know that this may not be easy. Maybe you're used to communicate over text and spending a lot of time through texting, Snapchatting, commenting on social media and so on. And it feels as if it's real. And you can become attached to someone you never met in real life. I know this for sure. You can even fall in love with someone who you never met. And when that happens, it leaves us very vulnerable because what we're falling in love with is just the shadow of the person that is showing up through the texting and the chats and through the pictures they may be sharing. And you would never know if the things they say and do are really true in reality. To me, ghosting is when you've met someone, you start to talk to them, you get to know them, you meet in real life and you feel as if things are going well. You feel as if you're forming a connection and then they suddenly just disappears. You try to reach out and you get no response. Maybe you try several times and through different channels and still no response. That's ghosting. I truly believe that most people are good people and that most people on the dating apps are good people. They want to find love. They want to find that special person. They want to find a relationship. Some may be looking for marriage. Some may be looking for just a little bit of fun. It's still a relationship. And there is no need to judge the person who's looking for something easygoing. If all you want is a sex body, then it's okay. It's okay to just want that. The problem occurs when we hope and fantasize that someone want or is a person they're simply not. That is why you want to find out that as quickly as possible. You want to find out straight away if the person you're dating or talking to, if he is looking for the same things as you are looking for. Not necessarily with you, but with someone. If you want to be married, don't date someone who says they don't believe in marriage. If you want kids, don't date someone who says they never want to have kids. Because if you do, you'll end up trying to change the other person and trying to change a man especially a masculine energy man, it never works. And that's why when I work with women who are dating, I always advise them to write down as much as possible and with full vulnerability and truth in their profile, what they want in a relationship and what kind of relationship they're looking for. Because we want to weed out the people who are not able to give us what we want. We want to weed out the people who are not on the same page overall on what a relationship should contain, which means all the big items like kids, money, marriage, lifestyle, 
And we want to weed out the unreal people, the chatbots, if I may say so. And if this is something you would like help with, I am super curious about meeting you and finding out who you are and helping you write that feminine energy dating profile that will help you draw the right man in so that you don't have to waste time on the weeds that you don't want so that you can weed them out right away. The trick here is to spot the men who only want a chat relationship and stay out of getting involved with them. Don't let yourself get attached to those people because they can disappear in any moment. That's not real ghosting though, but it's just a matter of facts. Ghosting is not when somebody doesn't text you in a couple of days, when you haven't even met. If a guy is not calling you for a week, that's not ghosting when it's early on in the dating process. It may feel bad, yeah, totally, that's valid, it makes sense, but it's still not ghosting. If you have his number, if you can reach out, if you would want to, it's not ghosting. Or if you've only been on one or maybe two dates and he doesn't text you back fast enough after that date, that's not ghosting. I've seen videos on TikTok where women express, he ghosted me because he went on a date with me and then he didn't text me within the 24 hours. I'm ghosted. Well, sorry, but that's not ghosting. If you still have his number or his chat address, if he's still on the dating app and you can message him, that's not ghosting. Ghosting is when you, after trying to reach out, still don't get a response. When you realize you're blocked, when the person disappears and there is no trace of them, no way to reach them, and even if you would try and, and actually get in touch with them, they wouldn't be responding. Real ghosting is way more hurtful than these chatbots disappearing. And it can happen in quite damaging ways. You may have been dating for months when a person suddenly disappears on you and goes MIA. And that is way more painful than if you never even met. The loss of a fantasy or the loss of an imaginary relationship is real, but it's not necessarily true. The pain you feel belongs to the fantasy. Real ghosting happens when you met someone in real life, you exchanged plans, dreams, thoughts, you connected over a period of time, you could smell them, and then they suddenly disappear. Real ghosting is real and the reason why this happens is usually spelt fear. Someone who's ghosting you after you met in person is a very very frightened person. They're frightened of what the relationship may bring. They're frightened of involving themselves and committing themselves, exposing themselves. They are afraid of becoming vulnerable, becoming real. But I think 
they're even more afraid of your reaction to them. If they told you their true feelings, their true intentions, they are afraid of hurting you. They're afraid of saying straight out that I can't do this or I don't think we're a good match, so let's end this. They're afraid of what you may do if they tell you the truth, like maybe you're going crazy on them and stalk them or that you will be angry and shout and create a lot of drama. They may be immature and not simply prepared to deal with any consequences or anything that would be normal communication in a relationship. And it doesn't matter what the reasons are. The fear is getting in the way and that makes them do the very thing that is so damaging, namely the ghosting. And if you as the receiver of this ghosting, have any tiny little bit of anxious attachment style. Ghosting will be so extremely damaging to you because it reinforces your patterns and your beliefs that you will be abandoned. And I can't tell you how horrible this is. Even for a secure person, it's damaging, but for the anxious person, it's kind of doubled. The ghosting reinforces the very worst fear, the fear of being abandoned and alone in the world. Totally helpless. Even if you haven't been dating for a very long time, you still have some kind of connection. You formed some kind of attachment to this person. You like them. I remember the one time I was really ghosted. We had been dating for three months and we talked on the phone every day. We had been visiting each other. We were dating like a couple of times a week. And then suddenly something was a bit off in our conversation. The next day, no phone call. And I thought perhaps he's busy. So as a feminine energy woman, I let him be. A couple of days went by and I started to feel weird. I started to feel anxious and then he sent me a message, a picture of him on a cruise, dancing, drinking. I responded and asked what was going on. He didn't respond and in the end I sent a couple of more messages. He responded once but then he disappeared totally. He blocked me. After a couple of weeks I tried to call him but I didn't get an answer. And to be left with this, it's freaking awful because not only is hope destroyed, it's also so easy to start worrying. Like, did I do something wrong? We need answers. We want to know what happened. And our immediate go-to is to want him back, even though he's shown us in maybe the worst possible way that he's not worthy of our attention. And we want to know why there is no possibility to repair or at least to have a conversation and part in peace. But most often when someone ghosts for the reason I outlined here, there will be no openings for reconnection or clarity. They simply have no space for a heart-to-heart -heart conversation. And that's sad 
but it's the truth and that's where you and your feminine energy will be the most helpful way to deal with ghosting because if you reach out to him and you continue to do that and you try to pursue him you try to get hold of him what is happening is that you are creating more of what you don't want which is your anxiety your fear your feeling of not being good enough and also you destroy any little chance of reconnection because he will probably only come forward when he feels completely safe to do that you remember he is doing this out of fear so if he ever is going to come back that's got to be his own choice and we can create that safety for him to come back by not reaching out by not creating drama by not questioning him the thing is i know that sometimes things happens and we can learn which means he can also learn from his own behavior as well as long as it's not a pattern of repeatedly ghosting women he can learn and he can perhaps overcome his fear so should you still want him back these steps will still help you even though i wouldn't recommend taking him back here are my six best tips for handling ghosting number one don't reach out to him or contact him if you have reached out if you know that he's not been in an accident and he doesn't respond to text or phone calls stop reaching out this is really crucial and perhaps the most difficult part of it all when he ghosts you want to know why you want so badly to know why this is happening and you want to know what he feels what's going on why he's doing this and so on but i say as a feminine energy woman don't even bother going there as said before fear is most often behind the behavior and he will never admit it even if he understands it and if you by any chance would get hold of him the only thing that will happen is that he will hurt you in one way or another if he's not ready to talk to you you pursuing him you trying to talk to him will just reinforce his fears number two block him for at least four weeks you need to give yourself space and when you know that he has no way to contact you it will be easier to be gentle with yourself to be soft and loving to yourself especially if you're the anxious type because when he still has access to you you probably won't be able to let him go that easily you will still look at your phone and hope for a message hope that things will change when he's blocked you don't have to bother you know that he cannot contact you you know that there are no messages you feel more empowered because you are 
taking responsibility for yourself. And also, you don't have to worry about what to respond. Would he contact you? So you give yourself grace. Number three, feel all your feelings first and acknowledge them. When you've been ghosted, there will be a lot of feelings to deal with. You may experience anxiety, shame, guilt, sadness, fear, anger, and more in a completely unpredictable mess. And often when this happens, our immediate go-to is to start thinking about it all. And the more we think, the less we feel. When you're all up in your head, thinking about what's going on, you're in your masculine energy. You're putting up a wall between yourself and your precious feminine energy. You're creating anxiety. I've said this before and I say it again, since it is so important. The anxiety and the urgency you feel, they're not real feelings. They are your wall of protection because you don't want to feel the pain and distress that is underneath. The truth is that the very reason why you want to call him, see him, accidentally run into him or talk to his friends is because you don't want to feel whatever it is you feel because it's so painful. Often in this mixture of confusion and big feelings, at the bottom of all this is also fear, the big fear of not being enough. And once you allow yourself to dig into it, even the most scary feelings and look them straight into the eye, love them, touch them, you'll find that they're not so scary after all. What you really need when you've been ghosted is to tend to these parts of yourself, allowing them and even loving your experience, even when it's painful. You may have to return again and again to facing your reality and be gentle with yourself. And I'm not saying it's easy because it's not, but it's crucial for your healing. That's why you need to engage with number four, which is keep yourself busy. And I don't mean busy necessarily as a distraction from the stress you're feeling, but keeping busy with things that you would normally enjoy because this will help you to get back on track faster. It will help you practice being in your feminine energy, which ultimately is the energy that heals and brings in love. Don't allow yourself to lay down on the sofa all day and cry. I know that this is what we all want to do. When you've felt everything through, allowed your feelings, loved your feelings, you need to stand up and do something to process that energy, the sad, the anger, the despair energy. So really think about what you enjoy doing that has nothing to do with men. Write the list with all the things 
you love to do and start ticking them off. Make it kind of a bucket list and let everything go on there from tiny to huge. Make sure that you pick a couple of things on this list and do them every single day. And this brings us to tip number five, which is keep on dating. Don't let yourself be so scared because of what happened that you run away from the dating scene. I hear a lot of women say that they feel exhausted with dating and that they prefer to heal on their own before entering any dating or relationship. And I can understand that. However, to change what isn't working, we have to face this in the real situation. It's like having a phobia for spiders. You can't treat that by staying away from spiders. You have to slowly, in baby steps, get used to spiders. This is similar with dating. Running away won't help. What helps is to see that there are men who stay. To see that there are men who want to love you. And now that you know what the red flags may look like from the beginning, it will be easier to navigate the dating because you will stop doing the things that set you up in difficult situations. You will learn to say no. If someone isn't asking you out for a real date, you just don't engage. It's that simple. You don't get angry because they don't ask you out. You don't hint or comment to make them ask you out. And you certainly don't ask them out. You simply stop engaging with that person. If they keep texting and trying to make you into a texting body, you simply say, oh, I feel flattered that you're trying to connect with me. And I am just not a texting girl. I prefer to meet in real life. That's the only way I like to connect. What do you think? And you leave it at that. And if he still doesn't ask you out, you just don't text back. You cannot be saying that you don't want to text and then respond anyways. Not responding is honoring your boundaries in, in this case. And it's an excellent way of honoring them. What I want you to do is to go out and mingle with the world, which means that you date at least three guys at the same time. And date boring guys. Date guys you don't feel that attracted to. Date guys who are interested in you and want to give to you. And before you dump them because they're boring or ugly, date them at least three times so that you get to practice being in your feminine energy and practice letting someone do for you. There is no possible way you can know if someone is right for you or not just after one date. If you feel attached and all blown up in chemistry after one date, that is usually a red flag. It's not really your true feelings. It could be, but it can also be your triggered nervous system. 
And it's so easy to believe that this is love when we feel all agitated. But it's very likely not the guy himself, but what he represents that is attractive to you. And which makes you feel all these emotions. And with that said, if you're still jumpy, if you still feel jumpy and exhausted, and as if you never ever want to date again, you can drop the online spaces and focus on dating yourself. Go places, take yourself out to places where you can find men and interact with them with a freedom that it's not a date, it's not a real setup date, it's just interaction and connecting. Number six, what to say if he comes back or contacts you? This will probably happen. Most men come back and he will contact you again sooner or later. Not necessarily to get back together, but out of his own curiosity. Sometimes this happens after a few days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months or even years. And what you do when he comes back to check in on you, that's on you. Ask yourself, how does it feel? Does it feel good, sad, lonely, angry? Whatever comes up, pour your love on it and let it be your guide. There is no need to lash out and tell him everything that he's been doing wrong. You're a feminine energy woman, right? So you express your feelings simply and leave it like that. Hopefully, you don't want to engage with him again because it's often not a good idea. Even though I believe people often deserve a second chance. And I tell you why. It's because sometimes people have to learn from their own mistakes and their own experience of their behaviors. Someone who's willing to say, I am sorry, I made a mistake, I want to make it up for you, I want to show you with my actions that I have changed. That person could possibly get a second chance, but only if it feels good to you. I said in the beginning of this episode that I may be guilty of having ghosted someone once. I had only been on two dates and after the second date he didn't message me. A couple of days went by and then in a moment of fear I took my profile down from the dating site. A few months later I saw him in a bar. He gave me almost a bombastic side eye and that's when I realized that he may have felt ghosted. However, he knew my name, he knew where I lived, so if he had wanted to contact me it would have been easy. Yet that experience made me realize that this is not the kind of person I want to be. I felt so anxious and so bad. My point here is, we all struggle with things and no one is perfect. Ghosting is bad, yet we can learn from it and we can forgive ourselves and others for the mistakes they make, if we want to. So if you're considering to take him back, I would never judge you. This is personal. But if you're feeling bad, 
and you feel afraid that this may happen again and you don't want to see him. This is what you will tell him if he asks you to get back again. You tell him your truth, whatever that may be. Not by telling him what a dickhead he is, by telling him how you feel. I felt totally devastated when you disappeared and didn't respond. I felt so sad. I can never be with someone who is capable of doing such a thing. What do you think? And you listen to what he says. And you stand by your boundaries. That was all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you all and if you like this show, please give it a rating on Spotify or on Apple Podcaster. That will help me so much to reach even more women and help even more women. And if you feel curious about the process of healing from ghosting or heartbreak or breakup or just need help with your dating or communication in relationships please don't hesitate but reach out i would love to be a part of your feminine energy journey Uh, and in my love transformation program i help you with tools videos sessions live sessions coaching sessions boxer support and more so please contact me eva at eva if you'd like more information you find all the links in this episode description until next time bye